Welcome to Packer Nation Playbook. I'm Brady, and today we will be breaking down the Packers' second offensive series in the game against the Bears, that 41-25 defeat of the Chicago Bears. That's so important for the Packers moving forward. So let's dig into it. Well, the Packers... 41 to 25 defeat of the Bears was probably their best offensive performance against a top defense and uh, this is a team that had some questions offensively surrounding the running game recently and uh, they just really came to play offensively. I went through the first couple of series to try and decide which series I wanted to talk about and this one just jumped out at me. I'm not going to do every play but I am going to break down one or two of them as deep as I can and then we will work our way through uh, to the rest. My hope in this is you're probably out there listening to a bunch of Packers blogs and stuff like that, and I'm sure you get a great view of the forest that is the Packers 41-25 defeat of the Bears. I want to look at the trees and see how each individual part stacks up to that overall Packer win. Obviously, I can't do every single one, but my plan is to do this on a daily basis for you guys and break it down and show you the specifics from a football standpoint, not talking about I'm not talking about grades. I'm not talking about um, standings. I'm not talking about stats. We're just talking about football. So let me go ahead and get this up real quick here. And so what I'm going to do is work through this. Of course, uh, this is the second series offensive series that the Green Bay Packers had. Uh, first down was the little crosser to Devontae Adams that was about a four-yard, six-yard pass, and Adams turned it into an eight-yard gain. So I'm going to start breaking it down with the second and two on the 33 uh, that um, brought uh, Aaron Jones on the field. And let me just pause it real quick like right there. I'll be watching it here, reading some notes here. I want to go through the, 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 the play here is second and two on the 33, as I mentioned. Uh, the personnel grouping is an 11 personnel. We saw a lot of empty sets out of the Packers this game, and they really spread the Bears' defense out. Well, this 11 personnel spreads them out quite a bit, but also threatens the run. Uh, the formation here is a 3-by-1, technically a 2-by-1. you got Devontae Adams on the left. you got EQ and MVS on the right from outside in, and then real tight, and they're, both of those are real tight to the line of scrimmage. Um, and to Mercedes Lewis, who is right on the line. So really, it's kind of a three-by-one look. It's almost a bunch look on the right. Real close, though, a real compact formation uh, really shows run to me. And, of course, um, you know that's what the Packers end up doing. Uh, the line gets a nice push on this one. I'm going to go ahead and run it forward. Um, so what you're looking at, Aaron Rodgers takes the pre-snap read. They've got the, the defense spread out a little bit. But, again, they're showing compact. They run up the middle. A little bit of a push out of the offensive line, and what I was a little concerned about, Corey Lindsley kind of got stacked on this one. It didn't end up hurting us, but on second and two, uh, the Packers get three yards out of Aaron Jones for a first and first and ten uh, on the 33. Uh, and this is, a, this is the kind of push, this is the kind of offensive run game that we haven't seen for a few weeks. Uh, going into this game, you knew that the Bears would be stout up front, and particularly with Hakeem Hicks in the middle, great pass rush. But this game plan, I, I am concerned about how this game plan came about. Concerned isn't the right word. This game plan had to come about before the Packers knew whether or not Akeem Hicks was going to play. So I don't know if Matt LaFleur had two kind of um, strategies in his arsenal. 
or if this was the plan all along, and if this was the plan all along, this is pretty aggressive to go against Akeem Hicks. LaFleur saying this week, you know, there are some plays in the playbook that you don't, I just will take out. I cross them off, off when Akeem Hicks is playing the game. But what I like, you know, Lindsley gets stacked, but the line gets a nice push. This is an inside run. I like that about it, whether it's planned or not. You know, they didn't know Akeem Hicks was going to be, whether they were gonna, he was going to be in or out. Uh, they spread the defense out. They're creating some green grass in the second level, uh, moving the linebackers around and spreading those linebackers out, and that makes it a little tougher for those fast linebackers to get where they need to be. All right, so let's go on from there. Okay, so that's a first down play. And this, I believe, is probably my favorite play that I have looked at closely so far in this entire game, which is not all the, play, all the plays. Um, you know, the All-22 is not out yet. Just going over the broadcast film, but this one, I think this is the one on first down that really, I really just enjoyed so many aspects of the play, and I probably will spend the most time breaking this one down. Uh, so, okay, let's see what we've got here. So it's first and 10 on the 36, I think it was, and let me pause right now. So this is 0-1 personnel, basically one tight end, empty backfield, um, and what you've got is a spread formation. Uh, it's basically a five wide, um, but here's a couple interesting things about it. Uh, the perimeter is Lazard, big receiver on the left, and uh, Tanyan, big tight end on the right perimeter. Those, that's our perimeter group. You've got Devontae Adams in the slot. And you've got, I believe it's MVS and EQ here as well. Um, let me see. Let me check my notes, actually. Yeah. So Tanyan's on the right. Lazard is on the left, which was interesting to me. That's where, you know, Devontae Adams up, uh, lines up a lot. Tay Adams is in the slot on the left. And then MV and EQ, EQ are tight on the right side. Obviously, this, and the, it's interesting because the Bears show a, like, single high safety look, almost like they think that it's going to be a run. And then, of course, drop out of it. But the Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers really get some mismatches in this one. So I'm going to hit the slow button. So I want to move this slow, check my notes. Um, so we'll run it forward. Aaron Rodgers reads it. There's a couple hand signals going on by Tanya and Lazard on the outside. Not sure exactly what that means here. And um, what you end up getting now, I'm going to stop it right there. I'm just going to kind of fast forward a little bit. There's been a big question in Packer Nation. Why do you let a guy like Preston Smith end up in coverage? It's like a sin to Green Bay Packer Nation, which I completely understand. Let me tell you something. Matt LaFleur flipped the tables on the Chicago Bears on this particular play. Because I'm going to walk it forward and kind of tell you what I see. So again, no, nobody in the backfield. No protection for Aaron Rodgers that way. But with this spread formation, what you end up getting is they've got two down linemen. Um, they've got a third lineman standing up. They've got Robert Quinn on the right, and they got Khalil Mack on the left. So the formation and the what the Bears were expecting was run, run, run. They even had a single high safety look that they had to drop out of. You see at the last minute the safety drop out of it. And what you get here, again, i got to be careful so I don't get ahead of myself because I don't want to miss anything. I kid you not right now. Your perimeter, or you, the line of scrimmage, um, the, the, the line blocks well. What you've got is, again, three-man rush, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling forces Khalil Mack into coverage on the right. On the left, again, I am not lying to you guys and dolls of Packer Nation. 
You have um, Robert Quinn ends up on Devontae Adams in this play. Now, the play, Devontae Adams in this play, it looks like he's got just some little stick hook route, like it was meant for uh, EQ across the middle, and he wasn't really meant to be. But my goodness, if you were a Bears fan, are you not saying, I mean, we've said, how can you have Preston Smith in coverage? These Bears fans must be going, how can you end up with Khalil Mack on Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Robert Quinn on Devontae freaking Adams, but I'm looking at it right here, and that's exactly what Matt LaFleur's spread scheme has forced out of the Chicago Bears. So Aaron Rodgers drops back, throws across the middle. Protection, again, a nice pocket, but again, it's a three-man rush. So somebody, um, they've got extra guys in the backfield, but somebody should be open because of the mismatch. So EQ catches it across the middle. Instead of going directly for the first down, he kind of bounces out, which was a lot of people had a lot of criticism for. I did too, except for the fact that EQ avoids Robert Quinn, who had him dead to rights, goes ahead and gets the first down, and MVS is on the backside taking on a defensive tackle, and it ends up being a first down by easily four yards, maybe five or six, depending on what where the what the spot of the ball was. Uh, so this is the kind of stuff that Matt Lafleur did to the Chicago Bears' vaunted defense uh, last night, if you're listening to this on Monday. So then again, we will go for it. I'm going to go ahead and take the slow off. We'll roll for it forward in full speed. And this next play, um, I think if I'm correct here, um, is the play where it's the throw to EQ down the, or down the perimeter, on the right perimeter, uh, that was incomplete um, and was called... Uh, a, uh, Nichols got called on the roughing the passer, so I'm just going to double check, check this as we move forward because I want really what I wanted to focus on. Yeah, this is the EQ long pass to the perimeter, and then Nichols got called number 98 got called for the uh, uh, roughing the passer. I'm going to move forward. The reason I started taking this series is I wanted to talk about spoiler alert the uh, I'm sorry the Mercedes Lewis touchdown is what I really wanted to talk about. So anyway, the Packers end up with a first down there. And, uh, again, you've already got Bears defenders with hands on hips in this game. Rodgers looks comfortable. He got hit in the face on this one. But this was, in fact, the only pressure allowed by the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers, and it ended up being hands the fa- illegal hands of the face roughing the passer. Uh, so the Packers, again, get a first down on that, move the ball without having to uh, really do anything, uh, and, again, challenging the, the, the Bears' defense. I'm trying to think of what this one is exactly. Went through this a time or two and slowed down what I wanted to highlight. But I do want to kind of walk through it. I don't want this to take forever either, guys. Really wanted to talk about that. This is the Jamal Williams right up the middle. Again, we're pushing the envelope in the middle of that field. We're creating some space, just enough space to sneak Jamal Williams through. He gets five yards on this. Had a great day. 70-some yards. Aaron Jones with 90 Alan Lazard on this play. That's what I wanted to highlight, and I have to pause here. Okay, they're highlighting it here so I can play it again. Alan Lazard on this little inside zone play. The Bears have it dead to rights. Alan Lazard digs out the safety who was about to make the play. Jackson had us dead to rights. And Alan Lazard with a huge block on that play. Made, might have been a tackle for loss, and that, that, pat, or that dig on the back, that block, very important. Now, the play after that is one I complained about a whole lot, and I need to do a mea culpa on this one. 
This is the little pitch out that I said. I didn't want to try and outflank these guys. They're too fast. The pitch out uh, to, I don't know if it was Williams or Jones. Um, let me go back just real quick. That is to Jamal Williams. And I'm going to say this right now. This play was absolutely a good play call. The, pack, uh, the Packers had the Bears um, with some... Uh, Two defenders, two extra defenders on the backside. One extra defender on the backside, actually, and they ended up with two or three blocks. They had Jamal Williams and they had Mercedes Lewis out front. They had David Bakhtiari cutting behind, and um, Williams or not Williams, but th this run could have come up and had several blockers out in space. Here's what happened. I'm really screwing up this description, but that same player, 98 Nichols, comes knifing through. We had a block. We had a miscommunication on the block. And he came knifing through and basically just blew this play up. This was actually a really good play call. If you look at it, there's a big curve of green grass. And you've got, I think it's Bob Tanyan out here, Mercedes Lewis here. You've got another blocker here, David Bakhtiari here. And we were just not able to turn the corner because we missed something up front. So somebody went to the next level and released... Um, Nichols, I don't know exactly what happened, but that's the reason that play failed. Not because it was a bad play call. I think I made a lot of negative comments about that one. So when you're wrong, you're wrong, and I was wrong on this one. Again, it was a negative play, but this had everything to do with um, execution and nothing to do with the play call. That was a, a really well-designed play and uh, situationally worked out, should have worked out quite well, I think, for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, okay, so what do we have up next here? Um, I don't want you to have to have too much um, dead air because now we're working through it base, basically in live action. Again, empty backfield. Spread the Bears out. Oh, I know what this one is. This is the only thing I wanted to highlight in this one. Um, Aaron Rodgers runs for the first down. Really nice run. Gets probably five past the line to gain. Uh, but this is the play in which they're going to switch to it here. Corey Lindsley goes down in this one. So, of course, uh, we want to make sure that he's okay. Got word today that this is an MCL sprain, guys. We dodged the ACL bullet. That should be huge good news for Packers fans and Corey Lindsley, for that matter. Um, it's painful, and it looked really painful, him walking out. Uh, Jonah looked at it. I can't watch these things anymore, having had an ACL, a violent ACL. Uh, it just It's a little bit hard to deal with, um, but... Uh, Lindsley will be back in this case, so that's good. And then the Packers come back to Aaron Jones up the middle. They're just pounding that middle unafraid. Um, so it goes to second down and I think six. And I took notes on most of these, but then I some of them I just want to kind of freeform through as they happen. So a second and eight now. And Elton Jenkins, of course, now uh, once again has to go and play center against a great defense, Noah Keem Hicks. That would have been a huge task. Uh, and that's no small order. Um, and he did just a brilliant job. Later on, we had... This is the Devontae Adams down to the, about the six-yard line. And Adams just breaking ankles. Just, just doing Adams. I'm coining a phrase. He's just Adamsing out there it just sounds cool. And this sets up the play that I you know, kind of want to talk about. Um, and I'm going to do this pretty much in live time. But when I went through this series, I couldn't help but I wanted to do the, the touchdown to Mercedes. But that EQ play, I thought, had so many more complexities to it. Showed more. 
from the tree's perspective, the specifics of what the overall ambition of the Green Bay Packers was against the Chicago Bears, I really think that was a touchstone play uh, for the philosophy of Green Bay and how they thought they could beat the Chicago Bears, and they sure went and executed it at a very high level. Again, I highlighted in this play alone, there was a lack of execution um, on that little pitch out um, but this, they're showing, you know, fans in the stands. I think it made a difference. Uh, good things coming from the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so we are back here. I'm going to fast forward it just a little bit and slow it down. I'm going to actually pause it here. So what we've got on the Tanyan play is, again, you go to single set back, okay? Now keep in mind all the inside runs that we have been gashing the Chicago Bears with. So the Packers go out and run Alan Lazard to the perimeter and then motion him back to the line of scrimmage to line up right next to Mercedes Lewis. And there is only one key in this play that I see. And you've got Johnson, I think he's the rookie, number 33 cornerback. He's the one that gets beat for the touchdown. There is only one key that I see for Johnson on this play. So as you know, we end up with basically a two-by-two Single set back, Jones comes up, steps up for the play action, fakes the handoff, and the only key I see if you're looking at this is Mercedes Lewis kicks out for his block, and you see Lazard step to the inside to replace him. That's the only subtle key that I would think anybody would have that potentially this may be a play action pass and Mercedes Lewis might be breaking to the end zone. And so what you get then, I'm going to slow it down, so you get Lewis, he comes up, and he not only sells it, I mean, he hits him, he holds him, and then he throws him down. This is Robert Quinn that he is throwing down on this play. And then Johnson, of course, let me pause it, Johnson did not see that key because Mercedes sold it so well, and he is under the gun to get out to the perimeter, unable to do it. Touchdown, Mercedes Lewis, and just a thing of beauty this entire offensive series with only one exception that I highlighted. And that exception I had to blame myself on because of what I thought went wrong. I thought it was a bad play call. That was not the case. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, and this Green Bay Packers offense put together one sensational drive in this situation and you've got to feel like if you're the Chicago Bears and they're running up the middle on you and then you bite on the run up the middle and you just get used by Mercedes Lewis, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Mercedes Lewis connection, it's demoralizing from series two defensively. We saw hands on the hips. This is just the touchstone for what's to come in the Packers eventual 45 points that they put up on the very good Chicago Bears defense. So just wanted to go through that series with you. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to step by step as much as I could, take some notes, break it down a little bit so that as you're out there getting all the great content out there, you'll also get some super specifics on exactly how play by play this Packers offense is operating at such a high level. So that will do it for me today, guys. Like I say, my goal is to bring one of these to you every single day. I hope it is valuable for you, and I want to say thank you to all my patrons. You will get it first with zero commercial interruptions. If you are watching it elsewhere, please, if you're a Facebook fan, uh, click that support button. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure and subscribe, and I will see you guys all tomorrow. Same pack time, same pack place. Go Pack. Packer Nation Worldwide.